Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. I'm currently in Medellin in Colombia, uh, which is the big digital nomad hub where digital nomads come from around the world to work, live, and travel here to Medellin. We just arrived last night, so uh, looking forward to exploring. But before we do that, we have a very special guest. His name is Tavi. He's the founder of a company called Rio Love Story, just like Rio de Janeiro Love Story, riolovestory.com. And uh, Tavi is actually originally from Sweden, uh, just uh, north of uh, Stockholm. And uh, now he's actually relocated to Brazil and he's been living and working there for several years now. Uh, and he uh, runs an amazing tour company. And we actually had the chance to meet up in uh, Rosina Favela when we were there. Our family had a great lunch together and we got to know each other personally. Uh, so, Tavi, uh, to start off with, why don't you share a little bit more about yourself for the sake of the people listening and watching? Yeah, hi everybody. Uh, hi, very cool to be here with uh, Ricky here on the program. I, uh, my name is Tavi and uh, I then, uh, yeah, I've been here in Brazil for the last six years. I worked in 15 countries in total, uh, visited about 40. Uh, I grew up then in, in Sweden and uh, I, I guess like, you know, like many people, I got a little bit uh, very uncomfortable, I would say, of the of the cold and the dark and uh, that is pretty much uh, yeah, yeah then there's a story behind that where why i why i then left uh, to come here i also I, w I went to the university in the u.s also so uh, that i think also helped me a lot to uh, to to learn a lot of things about i mean from the uh, the u.s culture also and also of course the the english improved a lot which helped a lot in the in the in all the international work after that so you mentioned you actually lived and worked in 15 different countries and you visited 40. So what are some of the different cities, countries and continents you actually worked and lived in? Yeah, I, I got, well, so in, in Sweden then, I, my plan, I thought like this, okay, after going to the, the, to the university in the US, I realized that, first of all, I realized that, well, I, I thought the U.S. was fantastic, but it wasn't really where I felt I wanted to maybe live the rest of my life. At the same time, then, I, um, I noticed how much you can learn from traveling because oh, during the time that I spent in the U.S., it just opened up my eyes so much. I realized, well, I should now go and visit more countries to really get a broader perspective of, of life and who am I. And I, I just noticed I just learned so many I kind of describe it in, in the following way. When I left Sweden, I kind of felt like a cube, you know, with, with like a, a, a different sides, just like a cube. But each country I went to started to kind of grow facets on my, on my own being. So I started to become more frictionless in any situation that I put myself in, whether it was a new country or, or whatever it was. So... Uh, I got. I started then to to work with telecommunications in Sweden, with the company Ericsson. I thought that was the way to get my 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 trips also paid, and also I could then stay for longer periods of time. And you could also get very much integrated into that society because you came kind of like because of work. You didn't really come just like a tourist. So uh, well, in any case, my my goal was I was more focused on Latin America. I thought Latin America from the trip that I had done with some Swedish guys back when we were very young, I thought it kind of attracted me a lot. I remember this was the first trip we did, I did was to Venezuela, to an island there. And I know, I remember like going with the bus 
and I just saw like I went by a very poor neighborhood and I just saw like some some like about 15 people that they really didn't have any you know money etc but somebody one of them had brought his his tape recorder so they were playing music there and I just saw it just amazed me how happy that this whole group became and how lively they were from just like this this song playing and this is something that I you know it it really attracted me so I I, I thought well Latin America is where I want to kind of start to, you know, to learn this kind of way, way from us. So my focus always with Ericsson was that I, I always tried to get the jobs in Latin America. So then I, I worked and in all of Central America, uh, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras. I was in Costa Rica, Jamaica, Haiti, uh, Colombia, uh, finally then Brazil. Uh, and also some shorter trips. I wouldn't say that I really spent longer times, but you know, Mexico, uh, uh, etc. Some other countries there. Of course, also I went. Uh, I mean, I went also some in, in some places to Europe. In Africa, I was in South Africa. I was in Angola, and uh, I, I was also in some places like Syria right before the war, uh, about six months before the war started. That. Uh, there and also Azerbaijan, uh, yeah, so a little bit diverse uh, uh, all over the place, but focused on always on Latin America. Amazing, you have visited so many places. Um, so now you actually settled in Rio. Uh, we don't know for how long, but at least for the last few years, you've been living, working, and uh, you know, uh, sightseeing in Rio, and also running a tour company. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your journey to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and why do you like it so much that you decided to stay here? Yeah, uh, then finally then I came to, I came to Brazil in the beginning, uh, Sao Paulo, and uh, eventually to Rio. I would say that this what I was kind of looking for, that I have been going around, look, I mean, nomading, looking for in the world, I found in Rio times 10, meaning that what I thought was actually possible of, of what I was looking for was at one level, but Rio just was that times 10, I felt. This is kind of like, the, what I can, how I can explain it in, in, a, in a simple way is that I, I, have, I, really, I really don't feel comfortable when I get up, when I get into a situation where life kind of becomes very routine when it when one day starts to look uh, look like another then i start to feel like time starts to go very fast uh, and i notice in my life that the days that i perceived as longer were days when new things per, uh, happened things that i hadn't really planned but fun 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 days when you came home at the end of the night and you just had all these memories and these these like pleasurable situations that had just happened to you. And this is the, the thing about Rio that, you know, I never know what to ex expect. Uh, every day there is new things. Today, for example, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride a helicopter for the first time in my life. So, something that appeared yesterday, an opportunity that some, uh, some clients that, that want to have a helicopter ride and because of the connections I have here, then we, we, we got that arranged very fastly. Uh, so the end thing is like, I, I, I believe you can extend your life by uh, having your life happen in a situation where you have uh, where you collect more memories each day. 
I, that's the opposite of living your life in a very routine situation. So it always, I, I can, I mean, like, for example, news that sell very much in Sweden, for example, I remember in Sweden, you, you have a lot of these news flashes, you know, okay, take this pill or do this and you will extend your life by another three or four years. This to me is just so funny how they can sell these things. I mean, and this, behind it is just new selling. In my, in my point of view, the only way you can really extend your life, of course, uh, uh, not considering the basics of, of eating, eating healthy, living a healthy life, that's obviously, that's, that's, that's the basic of everything. But at the same time, the way to really extend your life is to extend your perception of time. And this you, you do by, by avoiding routine. And this you do by traveling, you do it by uh, uh, getting, I mean, get, enter into a new culture that is so profound and so interesting and challenging to understand. Uh, and then you will feel, one day will start to feel like two. And all of a sudden you double the, the perception of time of your life. So uh, you've been living in Rio for several years now, and it's an amazing city. I actually uh, spent about 10 days there. I wish we had longer there, but during our trip to Brazil, we actually invested 10 days sightseeing, seeing the famous uh, sites like Christ the Redeemer, Sugarloaf, uh, you know, staying in the favela, and uh, you know, uh, just uh, visiting the Museum of Tomorrow, uh, the Olympic area, the beaches, obviously, in Panima, Cocomana, and we love Rio. I think it's one of my favorite cities in the world. So I can see why you decided to live there. Uh, tell us about um, what made you start the company. It's called Real Love Story. Tell us about, uh, you know, uh, the name. I love the name. And then what does your tour company do? What kind of tours do you guys run? Yeah, a Real Love Story then, uh, the, the, the tour company. It wasn't really aimed as a tour company in the, in the beginning. It, it, that came out of pretty much of necessity. I, I had last year, 2016, I returned back to Rio. Uh, I was uh, on an assignment actually in, in Sweden uh, for three months. And uh, once I came back, the situation here has uh, in, in, in Brazil as a, as a whole, uh, I would say uh, kind of pretty much since 2014, uh, uh, it has gone down a lot economically. Rio has been hit very hard because the oil price, right? It went, uh, it went from 110 there in the beginning of one, uh, 2014. Today, uh, I looked yesterday, it's at $40 uh, per barrel. So this is, uh, Rio is a very oil dependent city. Indirectly, I would say probably 25% of, of all jobs are, are, are uh, indirectly dependent on, on that. Uh, in conjunction, in combination with that, uh, the country has then seen, is now seeing, still seeing one of its biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, uh, as what I've heard, corruption scandal that uh, seems to have uh, no uh, limit to where, where the, it, will, it will end. Uh, so these two things in parallel has been very bad uh, for, for the country's economy. So when I came back from the assignment in Sweden, I, uh, there, were, there were no assignments here, in, in the, really. There were no really job. I worked as a project manager. 
uh, then and uh, I got kind of the ultimatum that e either Tavi you you can go to Jamaica we have a job we have an assignment there for you you can go there for a year or we have to lay you off uh, I would say like to me it was I was I was looking back now I was kind of in this situation where I I, I realized that I I was kind of I, because I've been with the same company for 16 years that company had kind of taken the role as the father I never had kind of to me it was kind of very, very difficult to kind of cut that tie uh, but but in the end uh, it got cut and that was uh, kind of a liberation for me because then uh, I remember the first week after after I got laid off then I thought well what do I do now you know uh, here in Rio what uh, how will I? How will I support myself? What What will I do? Uh, it It took like a week, uh, you know, uh, thinking, and you know, I had I was worried. I was worried, and I knew that the economy already. I mean, the economy was going down. I mean, it was on the way down a lot at that time. Uh, after a week thinking, I took a decision. You know, you that's the thing, right? You got to take a decision. Got to make it make a decision. You can't sit and just uh, and just. Uh, uh, worry that's not going to really <laughs> solve anything right you got to get something done so uh, and that's all, all starts with taking a decision uh, what is the way forward what is the way and then start going that way understanding okay well what are the main uh, milestones on that way and what's the first one and then you then you you start walking towards the first one there that's the that's the way it's <laughs> the way I always did. But when you go to 15 countries for work, that's that's the only way to really do that. You gotta do things. You gotta get things done. Now. So uh, I then I just I took the decision that that I would go into tourism, and I felt that the first step in that was and the and the step that I felt more like uh, uh, I saw it more like uh, in the same role as a project manager that I had before. That to me became like the tour guide. So I thought that would be my first step. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna educate myself. I'm gonna get certified by the government to get to become an official tour guide. So I started to study. This was uh, four hours a day in uh, in school, uh, learning how to work all the places in Rio. We had two days of classes outside of the of the actual school where we visited uh, the main places here. So you could learn how do you. How do you bring passengers here? What do you need to think about? What are the risks here, etc.? Uh, but uh, so that became like kind of my entrance, uh, and then it was a very, very good first step. Uh, the first step is always crucial. You, you know, you, the first, to choose the really right first step is very important. Uh, then after that, I started. You know, I started to. You know, I uh, in parallel. So I, oh, actually, I started to kind of grow to try to expand. I. Uh, I then uh, I then uh, uh, create. I mean, I officially created uh, the company, uh, all the media, the logo, all the all the all the things, uh, etc. Officially registered with the government, so it's very legalized. I'm, you know, as a tourist operating company today here in Rio. Uh, I work a lot with video. So this is kind of also my one of my niches that I everything pretty much that I do I do with very cool video I, I, I edit video very well it's something that I, f I feel like just gets so 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 much better uh, in terms of getting clients through video and this is the thing about Rio Rio is so nice with video with images 
It's just a city where you can just, you know, you can every day you can just get fantastic footage, and there's always things happening here in the city. So uh, you you have it. It's like an abundance for for the video creator. So that's pretty much a real love story. Uh, the company uh, and uh, the and uh, yeah, uh, one thing that I want to say. The company, I, I really feel like the future is very much also, and this I learned a lot from working with Ericsson. I feel that it's very important to not uh, have very much uh, fixed costs. And this is something specifically in a situation where we are here in, in Latin America today, that I don't really uh, acquire fixed costs, uh, but I, so, and I, I, I plan not to grow much more then I cannot control the quality either of the services to my customers. So these are kind of my the way that I the way that I, I feel to keep the quality and to control the cost in the situation that where I am today. Uh, not grow too much, so I cannot you know so I cannot participate in the customer experience myself, and also uh, fixed costs. And by the way, uh, I found out about uh, Tavi through his videos. Uh, we have a common friend named Jody King, who actually has an English school in um, Rosina Favela called Favela Phoenix. And we actually interviewed him in one of our previous episodes. So make sure you uh, watch that video as well. Jody King uh, setting up an NGO in Brazil. And uh, I found out about uh, Tavi. We had, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we had a great lunch. And I got to know a little bit more about him. Tavi, tell us about the company in terms of what tours are you doing? I mean, Rio is so beautiful, as you mentioned. Uh, what are the major tours? Uh, what are you focused on in terms of uh, sightseeing tours for tourists coming and visiting Rio de Janeiro? Yeah, uh, I, I, then, uh, I try to find uh, experiences that are not really uh, offered very much in the market today. Uh, so I don't go, like I would say in Rio, 85% of all the tour companies, they pretty much are offering the same things. Uh, I try to find uh, partners that have uh, some, maybe some, they have some resources or they have something available that we can combine into an, an, a, a totally unique product. And then, uh, then, then offer that uh, in a very uh, easy way to the customer, easy from the beginning to the end to do that experience. Uh, uh, to have not really any have yeah everything should just be be the, the person should just be able to enjoy the experience end to end without really worrying or thinking about something so I'm, I'm doing a lot now I'm starting to do a lot combine the water here in Rio with with the with Rio so this comes out into for example I'm doing I'm, I'm doing one uh, I call it all in uh, party weekend at Ilia Grange where we bring uh, people uh, and, uh, for two nights of, of parties in uh, the big island here next to Rio. Uh, also, we have included the diving on the island and also a sunset boat trip. So that is, that is very, a very cool experience that goes a lot the line in, into my portfolio. And the, the, the thing is also to integrate, you know, to get people from uh, other tourists from Latin America also Brazilians and also uh, people from the U.S. and Europeans, or get them all into 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 the same group today, so they can start to interact with each other, make friends. Uh, the Brazilian can learn a little bit, so, you know, some, some practice some English, and the 
the, the, the American, you know, can get some tips on the Portuguese. It's all about getting the kind of the right group together and, and having fun here, uh, uh, supported by the amplitude of bandness of, of, uh, of uh, beauty of Rio de Janeiro. Another thing I do, I can give you another example. I do something called Rio Culture Interaction, where we pretty much go up on, it's up on, on the favela that's on the, well, the most culture and safest favela here, which is up on this, uh, uh, on the hill of this mountain that's behind me. Uh, there we bring uh, then uh, groups up uh, from the from uh, here down on the ground, and uh, they come up and they get a caipirinha class, uh, samba, and uh, Brazilian uh, Brazilian fun class on dance class. Meaning, then you get a capoeira class, capoeira show. You learn how to make uh, Brazilian feijoada, and also you learn how to fly a kite. You know, up on the up on the uh, up on the hill, like the kite. You know, like like children fly actually, but. The kite is very cool because it has a very deep history of the favela. They, how they, they, they have used the kite in many ways in the favela uh, for fun, for alerting uh, about something in the community, etc. So that's two examples. But uh, yeah, I have a portfolio uh, of, uh, of experiences that all can be seen in www.reallovestory.com. Uh, so take a look. And I love the link below if uh, people want to click through directly from YouTube or if you're listening on iTunes, they'll be able to click through. Uh, so what is your vision going forward, uh, Tavi? Now you're living in Rio. Uh, tell us about the next few months, next few years, both for Rio Love Story, but for your business and for your personal life. Are you going to stay? Are you going to go? Uh, tell us more about the future to come. Yeah, the future to come then, like, I, I have, you know, I, I then got the layoff in, in September 2016. So considering the time then, I've really worked a lot to get this business going, etc. I keep learning about the, the tourism industry here. I keep learning every day. So, you know, that helped me also to get better on everything. Uh, I would say the main, the main lesson that I, well, the main thing that I think that I have uh, decided recently is that June, July, and August here are very, unfortunately, here in Rio, these are very low seasons. Uh, it is, to me, the time where people should really come here because uh, the temperature is so nice. You know, you, you have an average temperature during the day of about 28 degrees. Uh, and I, I remember, you know, I remember, like, for example, in, in January to uh, February, I know that many people, like Europeans, for example, they have problems with the heat here when you do things, right? It's just too hot, simply. But unfortunately, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the country, uh, the, the government is not really promoting Rio. So, I mean, uh, actually nothing, right? I mean, globally. So... You, you, don't have, you, you don't have this really promotion of people to people that come here in June, July, August, because you can do this, you can do that, etc. So this is where I'm also trying to fill this gap a little bit in, in, through video. On, on Facebook, I do that a lot to try to, you know, to get people to start to come here during the, the, the period where I think it would be the best. Huh? However, now with this downturn in the, in the economy, etc., I, the latest decision that I've, t I've taken is that I'm going to start also then to uh, try to get going a uh, business uh, between Scandinavia and Brazil. Uh, so uh, to, to during these low, I mean, if low seasons here in Brazil, 
try to also uh, get Brazilians to Scandinavia. So I'm, I'm doing a, a, a little bit crazy idea maybe, but I, it's the first time ever made. Uh, it's a Viking adventure trip to Scandinavia, uh, which I'm leaving on for the first time now uh, on the 7th of August. Uh, we're going to pass by uh, the main Viking experiences in Sweden, Denmark and Norway. Uh, it's going to be 20, no, it's going to be the first trip now, it's going to be about 15 days. And I'm going to do everything, it's, each day I'm doing video during the day. And in the end of the day, around 7, 8 at night, I'm stopping whatever I'm doing. I'm going to the editing, uh, I'm starting to edit the video, and I'm, I'm putting it on online. So, that they, so this, this is going to be to promote uh, more uh, similar trips for 2018. Yeah, so that's going to be really cool, and I, I think it's it's a fun idea, you know, to do it also with video, yeah, and it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Sounds amazing, uh, Viking tour. I think we all know the Vikings, especially from <laughs> movies like Thor or or like uh, just the, uh, the, uh, the the you know stuff we've learned in mythology. Uh, so uh, looking forward to seeing what's to come. Wishing you the best uh, with uh, both real love story and with this amazing new project you got coming up. Yeah, thanks so much, Ricky, for uh, for uh, yeah for having me here, and it's so fun. Huh? So uh, once again, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, once again, tell us about how people can find you. What is your website, and also tell us your YouTube channel because you have amazing videos on there, and also your Facebook uh, and the social media. How can people contact you, Tavi? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can you can uh, contact me then on you can see uh, the all my experiences. Usually, you can see them on uh, uh, on the webpage reallovestory.com uh, you can you can follow kind of like other i mean my i'm giving a lot of tips that i'm doing a lot through video not really experiences that i sell it's more like tips how do you how do you take transport public uh, transport uh, uh, public transportation in rio how you know how do you use bike rio how do you you know what are the how do you get up to Christ? How do you hike uh, uh, Sugarloaf, for example? A lot of the, these tips I do in, uh, with video on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, I think it's easier to find maybe the videos on YouTube because it's very easy categorized. Facebook is more like yeah, it's a linear stream kind of. A, well, you have video the video section there also, but there you will have a lot of uh, a lot of the tips where where you, you know a lot of people find me there through the tips, right? Uh, that's going to be a real love story uh, on both Facebook and YouTube. Uh, then I'm trying to get going also Instagram. Uh, that uh, that I'm trying something I'm trying to get better at is Instagram. Uh, so I'm going to work on that. Uh, but that's probably the the least channel that I have today where I get the least uh, the least I mean, where I'm giving the least value pretty much because I I still am not really that efficient uh, at it. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, awesome. And I'll have those links below. It's uh, basically a very easy, real love story. Uh, make sure you check it out on uh, YouTube because of his phenomenal videos. Uh, he really gives an insider's look at Rio. When I first met Tabi, I actually thought he was Brazilian uh, because of uh, just he feels like so much like a local. So a uh, great job there and uh, wishing you the best and I look forward to connecting again. I know we'll definitely be back to Rio. It's one of the most beautiful, beautiful cities in the entire world. And I've been to a lot of cities and I love Rio. 
Yeah, no, thanks so much, Ricky, for having me. And, and uh, you're welcome, and everybody, anybody is welcome anytime to come to Rio de Janeiro. It would be fantastic. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery with a very unique story of a, a Swedish guy who left Ericsson and now he's living in Rio de Janeiro as a tour guide. What an amazing story. And uh, if you have any questions for Tavi about Rio, about Brazil, about how uh, you can Im immigrate or be an expat in Brazil, if you have any questions about his tour company, uh, make sure you contact him. He's very happy, willing, and able to help out. So yeah. thanks everyone for tuning in to this yeah. episode. Ricky, can I teach something how to say something? Uh, you can say something here when you come to Rio. You, you just say, you put your thumbs up and you say, Beleza. Beleza, what does that mean? It may, you can use it in many situations, but you can use it, for example, if somebody says to you, hey, can you meet me at 5 o'clock tomorrow? Beleza, it means okay. Huh? Uh, if somebody says, hey, can, uh, uh, can you bring me the bill? Beleza. It means simply, uh, like, how was your day? Beleza. All good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We even learned some Portuguese. Beleza. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Davi. So uh, uh, for everyone listening and watching, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube if you're watching this on uh, the video version. If you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review on our podcast. And we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Beleza. <laughs>